personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. Before the break, we were talking about elections, Lauren. This week, we had the Republicans going. Last week, we had the Democrats going. They got these different views of the world. And... People keep asking me what I think, and I'm not registered as a Democrat or Republican. I think that's an important thing to put out there. I am the independent. Like, that's what I am. And I've said to you all on the air, I believe that I need to figure out how change is going to impact my business. That's really the key. I am looking, I'm a lawyer. Like, do you think it's a good idea for your lawyer to go into court and be like, I'm a Democrat? And then they face the Republican or they go, I'm a Republican and the judge is a Democrat. That's like, that's bad business. It's much better to just, I'm a mercenary and I am whatever my client is. That's a smarter way to go about this thing. But what I want you to know is that I'm a policy guy. I believe in different policies. So I can vote Republican here and Democrat there and Republican there and Democrat there because I, as we talked about last week, I'm about ethical business practices. What does that mean? When there's a law, like we were talking about the SLAs thing, I want to know that the SLA has issued guidance that say that they might pull your liquor license, they might give you a $10,000 fine, and you could have all sorts of local zoning issues if you are attracting, did we just tell people, with ticketed concerts. I want to know that's a law. But then I also want to say, do I agree with that? Remember, that's the reasoning thing. And I don't say to myself, do I agree with it? And then act upon it. I say, do I agree with it? And if I agree with it, I find someone who established and I vote for them. And if I disagree with it, you know what I do? I find someone who's advocating against it and I vote for them. And I let those people dictate the future. But what we see is that society, and we went over this last week, and I can't, this is my, my mantra, my talking point, my thing that you all need to know. This is the key to my being. I'm trying to help you all out because everyone has an opinion. I'm on this, this website on the Facebook, I joined a group, and it's a fascinating group. It's called Real Estate Mastermind. They have over 100,000 members, Lauren. So if you're in real estate, I'm going to suggest to you you become a member of Real Estate Mastermind. It's mostly brokers, but you get interesting stuff. But back to my prior conversation, here's what the, someone writes. They write, allow, quotes, service dogs to accompany buyers while showing homes. Like they're asking, should you allow a service dog to accompany a buyer while showing homes? And they're not saying, this is not what they said, what is the law on the topic? They're not saying, I know the law is this, but who is running for election that wants to change the law? They're instead saying, what does everyone think? Who cares what everyone thinks? And so I'm reading what people wrote. This was a big discussion. I actually got in some fights. I usually don't talk on these sites, but I, I couldn't help myself because, you know, I'm a real big anti-discrimination advocate. And what does that mean? A lot of you might be going, well, I'm Blue Lives Matter. Well, I'm Black Lives Matter. Well, I'm this. Well, I'm that. I'm none of those. I'm into there's a law about discrimination. And if you violate the law, you can get sued for lots of money. It's a pretty simple concept. There are laws on topic. You violate law, you owe money. I don't care what the topic is. And so, yes, I'm anti-discrimination advocate too. Like I worked and I, uh, I have a background and I uh, used to work for Long Island Gay and Lesbian Youth before it was um, 
what is it, the LGBT network. I worked in equal rights because I believe everyone should have equal rights. And I, I just believe that everyone should have equal rights. And that's a whole nother discussion for a whole nother day. But for today, you know what I believe? You don't have a choice of whether a service dog should accompany a buyer on a showing. Imagine you said to someone, Lauren comes to the open house and Lauren has a wheelchair. And I say to Lauren, you can't bring your wheelchair in this open house. I just want everyone to imagine me doing that. Let's do it again. Lauren comes to my open house. I'm a broker. And I say, miss, you can't have your wheelchair in the open house. She goes, why not? And I say, my landlords are fundamentally against wheelchairs. Are you going to buy the place? I'm just, I'm feeling dollar signs from the amount of money that I could sue you for. Well, let's talk about suing in a second. You're right about that. But the real question is, as a buyer, would you buy the place now? I have a very bad taste in my mouth. Forget taste. Did you ever see the place? Did you get to tour no, the place? not at all. So there's no way you're going to buy the place. Not, not a chance. So under the Fair Housing Act, which is what's applicable to residential property, Lauren, or the New York State Human Rights Law, or if you're in the city, the New York City Human Rights Law, the Suffolk County, or the, it doesn't matter. One of the things is if you make property unavailable, and it doesn't have to be totally unavailable, but it's dissuading a potential buyer or renter. That makes it actionable. So if you make property unavailable because of someone's existence in a protected class, their membership in a protected class, what's Lauren's protected class? In my story, I'm saying to you, Lauren's in a wheelchair. She's disabled. She can't walk like a normal person. She's disabled. Her doctor prescribed her a wheelchair. She's in the wheelchair. I'm telling her the only way to come in the house is without the wheelchair. Isn't the wheelchair you? Isn't the wheelchair what makes you you? Without the wheelchair, you can't see the property. And didn't I make the property less available to you then? Yeah, I can't even see it. You can't even see it. And so this person's asking about a service dog. And I want you to understand that there's two types of dogs that are really protected on this topic. There's the service dog and there's the emotional support animal. It doesn't even have to be service dog. They use the word dog when you're dealing with American with Disabilities Act, which is applicable to common areas or commercial space, places of public accommodation is what they call it. But when you're dealing with residential properties, a fair housing act, and they don't limit it to dog. They say service animal or emotional support animal. The Fair Housing Act, just so we're clear, is residential property. A service animal is an animal that can do a skill, like a seeing eye dog. I want to ask you a question, Lauren. If you were blind and you had a seeing eye dog, could you see the house? Well, you couldn't see it anyway. Could you walk the house? Could you feel the house? Could you identify the house without your seeing eye dog? No, they're part of me. And just to be clear, a lot of people that have seeing eye dogs can see some things. They can see close to them. You understand what I'm saying? It's just they have dis vision impairments. So sometimes they can't. They have a dot in front of their eye where they can't see. So when you go, well, they have a seeing eye dog, so they can't see anyway. They, they can see a lot of them, but that's a whole other story. So what is an emotional support animal? It means that you have a psychological impairment or otherwise where someone has prescribed you. It could be a social worker, psychologist, psychiatrist. They have said, you need this dog. You see it often, just so you know, with people with post-traumatic stress disorder from the military. This is a big thing. Military, like a lot of people are like, I support our veterans, but I don't support discrimination law. Just think about that for a second. People with PTSD often get prescribed a s emotional support animal. So how can you support one and not the other? That's just another question. But if I said to Lauren, you can't have your seeing eye dog or you can't have your emotional support animal in the property by not allowing you to do it, I'm basically making the availability of the property not allowed. You see that this? So 
We don't need to go into the minutia of that. But here's what the idiot said to me. I was having a fight with this guy in real estate masterminds. And I'm not, I'm just going to paraphrase because this is what got my blood pressure boiling. And as I've told you before, Lauren tells me that I'm not supposed to fight with people in person. I actually said I have friends that I wanted to tell them how stupid they were. And Lauren told me that I'm not allowed to tell them how stupid they are. So I decided to just tell them how stupid they are on the radio because I have a radio show. That's, so that's what I get to do. So I'm now going to tell this guy in real estate masterminds how stupid he is. He says, yeah, but the seller have a private right to tell me whatever they want. And if the seller tells me, it's not a problem. So what I need to tell you is in 1967, Lauren, the U.S. Supreme Court actually addressed that issue. That's the highest court of the United States. You know how we have the president? We have the Congress. That's the U.S. Supreme Court. And they addressed the issue in 1967 in this case, Reitman v. Mulkey. And here's what happened. I just, so this is what guy wrote. I have to give you the quote. It is not discrimination if the property owner has given the listing broker specific instructions not to allow animals on the premises. You could just sub out what he says. It is not discrimination if the property owner has given the listing broker specific instructions not to allow Jews on the premises, not to allow blacks on the premises, not to allow gays on the premises. His logic is just nuts. Imagine he said it like Well, So here's what California said. There was this long California in 1964, and it says, neither the state nor any agency thereof shall deny, limit, or abridge, directly or indirectly, the right of any person who is willing or desires to sell, lease, or rent any part of or all of his real property to decline to sell, lease, or rent such property to such person or persons as he in his absolute discretion chooses. And guess what the U.S. Supreme Court said? They said that law in California that said that a private homeowner can choose whatever they want in their absolute discretion when renting or selling. You know what they said? That's unconstitutional because it involves the state in racial discrimination and is a violation of the equal protections clause of the 14th amendment. So I want everyone to realize this. The homeowner, whether they're commercial property, whether it's residential rental, whether it's residential sale, they do not underscore not have a right to privately discriminate. And a lot of people say, well, what happens if they do? Nothing. No, seriously. What happens if they discriminate? That's what they said to me. What's going to happen? Nothing. Unless the person who is negatively impacted by the discrimination or their advocate complains by a lawsuit or goes to the local division of human rights and they file a complaint. And then you're looking at six figures in damages for the emotional distress. Imagine. Lauren, you come to the open house and I'm the broker and I say, I'm going to use this guy's quote. It is not discrimination that the property owner has given the listing broker specific instructions not to allow, he said animals, but I'm replacing it with this, women on the premises. Imagine he said women. It's not me. It's the property owner. They don't like the women. I want you guys to think about that for a second on today's entire theme. Your reason is irrelevant only the law matters. And the law says that the SLA controls your liquor license. The law says that there's discrimination laws and the U.S. Supreme Court has said you have no private right to discriminate. Have a great week. Equal rights to everyone. This has been the Liebcast. This 
is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentolieb.com.